Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, we continued our My Story series, where volunteers and students share testimonies of where God has been at work in their lives. Caleb Sunt shared his story of how God has been faithful to forgive us, even when we keep turning from Him. Follow along, and we hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, Fellowship Middle School. How are you doing? Doing good? Guys, I do not know about you, but this week there was a lot of rain, and I did not like it. Um, until yesterday was super awesome. So, but y'all, I'm super, super excited to be with you. Like, I'm so excited. Um, when I was talking to Dallas, he was like, hey, do you want to teach in middle school a bit? I was like, dude, I would love to. I would love to hang out with y'all. Um, and as Dallas said, I am a leader at high school. Um, so I don't really get to hang out with you guys. So today's the first time and I'm super excited uh, to be here. Um, I also want to thank the FGF staff for letting me speak um, to you guys. And I'm super excited. So, um, but as we uh, begin, um, I would love to give you a little backstory about me. Um, I was adopted from Russia originally when I was two and a half, um, came out of an abusive and neglected home. Um, and my um, parents adopted me, uh, went like twice to Russia from the U.S. Um, and so I'm a family of eight kids. I'm number seven. Um, two parents, 10 people total. It is a party at my house, for sure. Um, a lot of noise, a lot of commotion. Um, now there's 26 of us. Um, I have, I'm uncle of 11 nieces and nephews that I love so dearly. 12 is on the way, and she's due tomorrow. So pray about that, um, that the doctors can uh, do what they need to do there. But dude, I am so, super excited for her. It's her first baby. Um, but yeah, so that's a little backstory about me. Uh, I love sports. Do, we have, do, do I have any athletes in the room? Athletes? Okay, wow. Wow, we are, if we had an FGF, an FGF staff of like athletes, we could take on any team, I think. Um, but no, I, I played basketball, soccer, growing up, cross-country track, uh, swimming. Um, but my dearest sport was ultimate frisbee. I played that a lot. I uh, played it yesterday. I got banged up. We lost uh, two games, 1-1, one, one, so that was good. But um, So that's a little bit of backstory about me. But other than that, I love hiking. Um, I love hanging out with my friends, and I love mentoring to other students. Um, and that's really uh, a thing that God's placed in my heart. Um, but yeah, so um, going into my testimony is, you know, I'm, I'm adopted from Russia in this big house, this big family. Um, a little bit kind of um, didn't know really where I fit in. And so I'm going through life um, really young and really excited. Like I thought, you know, man, I just got adopted in a big family. Everyone loves me. Um, I'm surrounded by a bunch of noise, and, you know, so I thought I had the perfect family. I had, I had the perfect childhood growing up, um, big backyard, played in a lot. Um, so that was my census from about 1 to 5, 1 to 10, um, and then about 13 came along, and uh, I remember when I was in your shoes in middle school, um, and that's when I started realizing um, a lot of stuff wasn't right. Uh, my family wasn't perfect. Um, I wasn't perfect. Um, and growing up, I was raised in a Christian home. I went to church, went to VBS, summers, did all that type of stuff. And from what I can uh, know is from those VBS summers, I took away that I had to be perfect in order for God to love me. So I was so strict on do not do the bad things, do the right things, always do the good. If you do the bad, you're going to hell. And I did not want to go to hell. Um, so I got saved when I was about 10 or 11, um, and 
I got saved based off the reason of I don't want to go to hell and all my family's saved and my friends are saved, so I might as well get saved. I guess this is what Christians do. Um, so I was so focused on the perfection faith mindset. Um, and that was all growing up. And then um, about when I was reached y'all, y'all's age, um, I was introduced to a lot of worldly stuff. I started looking at things I should have been looking at. Um, started acting a way that I shouldn't have been acting. Starting to lose a lot of my close friendships I built as a child um, due to um, how I had really bad anxiety. I um, was super nervous of what people thought of me. I was super nervous about um, how they portrayed me, what I was doing. Is it right? Is it wrong? What do I do in these instances? Um, and grew up in the big family, um, I didn't really share these with anyone. I kind of kept them to myself, and that was a big burden in my heart that I kind of lived with um, throughout. Um, was I was like, I have to be a perfect Christian and present myself perfectly in order for people to accept me that way. So all throughout, I never shared any of my anxieties, which then led me to a deep depression um, that I had that no one really saw. Um, I would come home from youth group crying, um, and I remember some services in middle school, I would hold the tears and be like, don't cry, don't cry, hold this perfection mindset up. Um, so that was, that was a rough time. Um, and then about two years or a year and a half later, about when I was 14, 15, uh, my grandma died. And this really took me down a path that I was like, okay, you know, I'm struggling with all these sinful desires in my flesh and then my grandma dies and my faith was very shaky at this point um and I didn't want anyone to know that so I still kept it down um I remember my family was crying and I did not cry there was no emotion of loss and I was super weirded out and scared by that um so I made a commitment to myself that the I'm gonna have Grandpa gets saved, and it's going to be by my power again. My perfectionism, my portrayal of Christ, it's going to be by mine. He will be saved, and he's going to go to heaven. Um, and so I chased this pursuit for a long time. Uh, they were not believers, so um, it really, I put this heavy burden on myself to do that. Um, and a year later, he dies. And this one crushed me. Um, this really did crush me. Um, it led me to the point where I thought I was a failure in life. I thought if he went to hell, it was because of my doing, my actions. I didn't share Christ with him right. I didn't present Christ to him. And so that was really a big thing is I took a lot of other people and other things on myself. Um, so this led me to um, trying to end my life three times in one night. Um, it uh, but by the grace of God, I can say I am here because God placed three awesome people in my life to stop me. Um, and uh, it is an amazing thing, and I'm super thankful for those people, like super thankful. Um, so a couple months go by, and at this point, I've secluded myself from my family I was in my room a lot. Um, they knew all about everything that I was going through, everything I had done, everything that I was portraying to be. Um, and at this point, I was about 15 or 16. Um, and my sister got me a Hillsong United CD 
for Christmas. I know CDs back then, y'all don't have CDs, but y'all probably can listen on Spotify. Um, but does anyone know what the CD is? Wow, actually, wow. I'm actually super, super excited now. Um, but um, so she got me Hillsong United CD. Um, and I remember one night I was super, super duper bored, like super duper bored. And I saw my Bible on uh, my desk and I was like, might as well open it up tonight. I mean, I got nothing else going for me. Um, so I opened it up and then I put in Hillsong United CD. Um, and that led me to, I opened it up and led me to Psalm 69, which is a David's lament song. Um, and it's Save Me, O God. Um, and as we read through the Psalms, and I love the Psalms, because it's a, in, it's a um, vision of what David's struggling through um, mentally, but not what he's struggling through portrayal. Um, and it's a great book that really zooms in on the spiritual warfare that's going on. Um, and he's talking about demons and enemies coming against him and that they are overpowering him and he doesn't know what to do, but he knows that God is king and he will conquer them. Um, and so as I'm reading this, this is basically everything that I have been through, um, everything that I've been going through. Um, and so I, I felt the Holy Spirit um, tugging in my heart that night and I started crying and it was out of nowhere, and I just felt God saying, Caleb, I don't care what you did. I don't care who you are trying to be or who you're trying to portrayal to be, but I love you, and I want you to come back to me. Um, and this experience has officially been one of the best experiences in my life up to this point. Um, I remember I went down to my parents, and I just started crying, and they started crying with me because they knew everything that I was going through, everything I had gone through. Um, and it was such a sweet, sweet, awesome moment. Um, and so that night, I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. But that was back in 2017. Um, fast forward to now, what I've been up to is trying to grow in my faith, uh, really get to know the person that loves me most than anyone, which is God. Um, my faith hasn't always been perfect, and that's something that I've been working on, is Caleb, um, I'm not meant to be perfect and walk with God. I'm meant to be imperfect and walk with God. And God has given me second chances after second chances after second chances to do that. Um, the one biggest takeaway that I want to just have you guys, if you don't listen to anything, is God gave me second chances, and he can give you guys second chances. Um, and that leads me to verse uh, Colossians 3. Um, and uh, as I read this, um, I hope and pray that the Holy Spirit puts this on your heart as well. So Colossians 3, uh, put on the new self, and let's dive into it. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then also will appear in, with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual morality, impurity, passion, evil desire, 
pride, which is idolatry. On the account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, absence, talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and put on the new self with its being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is no barbarian, sincere, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Um, this verse has been a milestone for me ever since I have accepted Christ. Um, and I love this passage because it talks so much about putting off this old self that it is, I'm dying to you not just one time, but every day, and that God has given me a second chance to put on this new self, this new image that I'm trying to put on every day. Um, Guys, one of the things that I know that some of y'all might be coming in struggling with is some of y'all might be coming in, and I know y'all stage, it's super deeper awkward. You, um, you're in middle school. You, uh, some of you might be going to high school, which is scary, leaving it. Um, some of you guys might be coming in the middle school, kind of afraid of what to expect. Um, it's an awkward moment of, your, of this life that is super, um, kind of just strange. It feels weird. Um, and one of the things that I kind of want to leave you with is a couple questions, um, and that is, um, what is, what second chances has God given you? Um, and these could be a family member, these could be, um, a friend that he's given you that has led you to Christ, it could be someone that is helping you grow with, with you in Christ. It could be someone that absolutely is just challenging you to grow in your faith. Or it could be something that God placed in your life that's like, wow, like God, I don't know how you did it, but thank you for giving me that. Um, and those are the second chances. Um, and the other one is, have you accepted Christ in your life? Um, and I know for some of you, again, it might be weird, it might be awkward, like, I don't know how to accept Christ, I don't know what that looks like for me right now, do I say this prayer, do I not say this prayer, do I kneel, what do I do, um, and so I want to say, like, your leaders are here for that. like, every one of you, y'all's leaders is here to walk with you through that, Dallas is here to help you with that, Brentley is here, the whole FGF staff is here, if you have any questions about that, go to your leader, go to someone, like, hey, I feel like God's kind of been tugging on this for a while, and I want to confess and accept Christ. And how do I do that? Um, that's one thing that um, I am so passionate, so awesome to help students with, is walking those steps of accepting Christ, and it's awkward. Um, but the other thing that I kind of want to leave you with is, what old self do you need to put off? And the old self could be an addiction. The old self could be a perfect portrayal like I was. Um, the old self could be maybe something that you've been struggling with a while that you never told anyone. Um, and the first, the first step of true help is confession and repentance. Um, is if you just openly confess, it's like, hey, to someone, I've been struggling with this, help me. Or, hey, man, I, I don't know how to stop doing this thing I've been doing, help me. 
Um, and I feel like that is the first step of really true acceptance in Christ and true step out in faith, is doing that. But the first and kind of last thing that I want to say is like, God has given you all a second chance, and that's when he died on the cross. When, he, when Christ came down and died on the cross, he said, second chance is not for you, not for you, but for everyone in the whole entire world. I'll give you that over and over and over and over and over again. And God doesn't look again at your sin. He looks past your sin. 